Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Pandemonium Podcast, Episode 4. And I'm here with Gabe and Darren. Hi. Yo. Alrighty, so I say we just jump into the topics right here and now. Alright, let's do it. (coughs) Alright, so our first topic, um, this was recommended by uh, Ed, who unfortunately could not make it to this episode. Wasn't he at the beach? Probably. Um, Anyway, what is your favorite Twitch streamers? Or who are your favorite Twitch streamers? I have one, since I don't really watch Twitch that much. His uh, user is the Jolly Wankor. He uh, does uh, Half-Life mod and map reviews, and usually plays them And for the uh, game called Half-Life 2. It's neat. It's funny. You have head crabs and scientists that go, No, stop! And all that, and it's funny. G-Man, all those people, if you don't know who those are, then I'm not going to explain. You can search it up on Google. And, um, (laughs) yeah, he does, um... Everybody do everything else. Yeah. But, um, usually there's some humor in it. It's hilarious. Weird things happen, you find bugs and stuff. But overall, it's pretty funny and humorous. Alright. Uh, I'll go next. Um, I'm going to cheat a little bit on this because I'm... I haven't watched Twitch in a very long time, and I'm going to probably explain this for the uh, listeners who don't know this. Um, Twitch is basically like a live stream platform specifically for gaming. Um, I don't know how popular it became, but it got really popular. So. Yeah, it's very popular now. Mm hmm. So, um,. Well, I as I said, I don't really watch Twitch as much, but I watch people who do ha- use Twitch a lot. So I'm gonna cheat on that and use that. Um, you will. A lot of people recognize these guys as the funny Rainbow Six Siege uh, players. Uh, they are the Do, McNasty, Soup, and Grizzy. Their videos are hilarious. I like. Mm. They joke a lot, and they they manage to get a laugh out of me every time. It is funny. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of them. Uh, Nor have I. They they made their rounds on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. Well, they've always been on YouTube, but... Of course, TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) Alright. Darren? Okay, for me, I'm on the same boat as Harrison here. I'm going to cheat a bit because I don't watch Twitch, but I watch some uh, some YouTubers who are live on Twitch um, basically every day. We got um, Staycation and Sore Kobe. Um, I also watch Back Off My Janks and like uh, iTemp and stuff, um, which uh, they do gaming. But... Um, they, uh, but Staycation and Store Kobe spend most of their time on Twitch, so I watch them. Uh, all four of them do Apex gameplays. Um, uh, Staycation is more on, uh, Modern Warfare or the, uh, Warzone now, but, uh, he's, but he is, but he is on Apex, so look at that. Anyways, uh, 
Yeah, so I watch them. They're pretty cool guys. Uh, they're really good at the game. Um, you know, sometimes I wish I could play as them. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, so I'm on the same boat as Harrison here. Um, I don't watch them on Twitch. Uh, you know, just watching live streams on, like, Twitch and stuff. I don't know. I feel like it can get boring after a bit, but I like, you know, watching it on YouTube because, you know, like, they take their uh, best, like, you know, things in the game and then they, like, upload that section onto their channels um, on, on YouTube. So, yeah, those are who I watch on YouTube that are on Twitch. <laughs> All right. Um, I was about to say, mm. didn't um Apex since we were speaking about it, wasn't it just announced that they're gonna be uh cross platform? Yes. Uh, less than an hour ago from now, they uh said that in the fall it it will be released on Switch on the Nintendo Switch, and they will be having cross platform. All right. Which is cool and all, but I you know. <laughs> PC players are... <laughs> they're going to be, like, go the best. They're going to be, like, Urgh! players, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like just see everyone die from players, PC yeah. players. Oh, yeah, they probably yeah. will. <laughs> we have more control. Yeah, yeah they probably have, like, more yes. leverage. Because all the, in front of them is just a keyboard yeah. and a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so... Yeah. Next topic, um... What is the strangest movie you have ever seen in your life? Oh, yeah. This one was from my childhood. I, I never really liked it, but most of you probably know the movie uh, Coraline. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Button-Eyed Demon yeah. Witch Lady. <laughs> it was like, hey, so buttons to your eyes. Now be your new stepmom or something. Uh, <laughs> that that movie oh, really... Uh, I was creeped out. Like, I... I only watched it when I was, like, about, like, I think I was, like, 13, 14 when I finally watched it. Because as a kid, I was like, uh, no, 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 uh no, no, no. I still no. wouldn't watch it. Yeah, I it's, ugh. I know there's a meaning behind it, though, but it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. um, I, it's, it's just, it. how can you, like, how can you get the message when you're, all you're distracted is by, you're distracted by the button-eyed people. Yeah, I know the dad's a yeah. good piano player, even though he probably wasn't a human. <laughs> that's the only part I ever liked in the movie was the piano scene. Wow. That's it. Like, and also I think they were the people who did the animation for Coraline also did uh, the nightmare for, the nightmare before Christmas. That one I know it's a good one, but it's weird. Yeah. And I don't know if there even was yeah, a that was like, um, that one. Yeah, that was like uh, what it, Tim Burton or something. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Something Tim like Burton. that. Tim Burton. Yeah, I personally thought that one was a little strange. I didn't find any really moral message behind it, though. <laughs> you were probably like, if ew, was yeah. one, then I'm people. Blind. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, sure. I'll go next. Um, this is probably the strangest movie i seen for Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it was Guardians of the hmm. Galaxy. Let me explain why. It is a good movie, but compared to like the other Marvel Cinematic movies that came out like beforehand before this, it felt really off. 
Like, yeah. you just have the Avengers and whatnot. Like, and the Guardians of the Galaxy just felt like an outlier because it had no... It's At first, it didn't seem like it had no connections to the Avengers. And it just took place mm-hmm. in outer space. Not to mention a talking raccoon. <laughs> he's, he's my favorite. He is, and it was a good weird. I will say that. It was a good weird. Yeah. Like, it was an... Yeah, it was something different, but I ended up liking it, and Volume 2. They were probably... They're probably one of my favorite Marvel movies, actually. Wow. Yeah, I'm going... I'm going there saying that. (laughs) Dang, Harrison. Nice. (laughs) Nice. All right, Darren? Darren, it's your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Um, so, my, f- my most strange movie, uh, strangest movie I've ever seen was, uh, let me see here, probably the movie Nine. Oh, yeah, Only, that movie. You know, some of you guys may know it, um, came out in 2009, right? <laughs> Nine, 2009. Well, I know it was right. like when um, uh, the CGI animation was becoming a thing. Yeah, yeah. So um, that is the um, strangest movie because I watched it as a kid, and like as a kid, I was like weirded out by it because you know, like there's these like rag dolls, right? And uh, uh, the main, you know, protagonist or like the main character, right? Like, he was trying to find, or, like, he was created, right, by a human, and then he all of a sudden died. And then, um, the ragdoll thing, like, he was, nothing, he was, or something, you know, then he met some people along the way, and then these machines were, you know, trying, trying to, to kill, kill him. him. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, like, it's not really, like, that. It's a post-apocalyptic. Like, like got me. It was like a post-apocalyptic like setting. Yeah, because like as a kid watching it, it was strange because it was like, you know, just like the scenery and like you know the um, more dark image of it is. It like, was a darker theme, a definitely. Yeah. So even now, you know, it's just kind of eerie. You know, it's got the eerie. Eerie vibe to it. <laughs> you know, I'm looking on it online here. Is it these, like, Despicable Me people? They look like the Minions, yes, yes. but unlike the Minions movie, this movie's a lot they better. Look, they look like potato sacks yeah. with legs. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what they are. Right? It's just... This one dude has a zipper. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it. That's the main character, I think. Yeah, yes. they're basically Minions, except potato sacked Minions, but... A lot better. Sack <laughs> huh. The minions just all of a sudden decide to wear potato sacks. I'd be morally disappointed yes. in myself and in the creators. <laughs> Pota- potato socks. <laughs> Potaton. Cartoffle. Yep. Alright, so... Yes. <laughs> speaking of the childhood, let's dive... Let's jump on the nostalgia train, shall we? Ooh. Alright, so... What are your Ooh. favorite childhood toys? I was a uh, very strange child. I never really bonded with objects. And uh, 
yeah, I didn't really have a favorite toy at all. Wow. Eh. And some parents would think uh, me of a blessing because I never wanted anything for out. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Damn. Not at all. What a sad life. Yeah, that sounds really sad. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I I honestly, I was the polar opposite. Like, I was a kid that I knew what I wanted for uh, Christmas. Like, I had, like, a particular mm-hmm. thing set on my mind that I wanted for Christmas. Um, anyway, yeah. so I should probably say, this is the, the my favorite childhood toys. This is when I went through a Star Wars phase. Um, I started mm-hmm. collecting Lego Star Wars sets when I was, like, really little. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so mostly the ones from the original trilogy, 4, 5, and 6. That were, Those were the sets that I usually uh, collected from. Um, the most expensive one was actually the Lego Death Star set, which was, I'm not even going to count how many pieces it mm-hmm. was, but it cost, like, $400. Too wow. many to count. Yeah, and I remember it took like two weeks to build that thing. Like, and I still have it like set up on my like set on my shelf with my Godzilla figures because I did not want to move that thing because I was afraid that it's gonna break and I I did not want to find which where that where this the piece goes because oh that's gonna be that's like a needle in a haystack right there. Yeah, I know what it's yeah, like, like dropping a large just creation. Just imagine like how much painful. they're worth now. Uh, man, I a lot. It's probably worth more now because because yeah. it is like it was an yeah. older when it came out. It was like an older set, and now it's like, and it's they one of the largest old. sets. Yeah, yeah. I I did go through like a Star Wars phase too. Um, I have on my like yeah. decorative shelf, besides um. My model Titanic thing. I have um, uh, a few Star Wars characters. Uh, Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, Commander... Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, Commander Cody. And... What's his name? Jango Fett and the infamous General Grievous. <laughs> I could just see you, like, having those, like, those people and just recreating the, Hello there. General Kenobi. Uh, this will be a fine addition to my collection. <laughs> <laughs> Man, General Grievous has became a meme. Like he that... is a meme. Have yeah. you seen the one um, in the few memes where he's like, when someone speaks of a lightsaber, and then below it is like General Grievous wants to know your location. <laughs> <laughs> this is a funny one. All right, They're all over the internet. Okay, yeah, that's pretty oof, but yeah, that'd be so, and there's this other meme that I really like, it was like General Grievous, like when uh, Kylo Ren throws a lightsaber out into the water, oh, and I then you just one. see like General Grievous like running into the <laughs> the ocean gonna get that lightsaber. No, and then you hear, um, shoot, I forget what he said, I think he said a fine addition to my collection, <laughs> and, and then you, you hear him run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that one. That that was kind of funny. I'm not gonna lie. <sighs> oh All right, so Darren, what were your favorite childhood toys? Like yeah, yeah. Um, well, since you guys mentioned, you know, about like you know, you've like always known what you wanted, like for Christmas. Me, 
as a kid, yes, you know, but, like, getting older, you know, like, you usually have, like, one thing on your list, or, you know, you just kind of don't care what you get, but, um, as a kid, I actually got this for my birthday, um, Mm. it was a, um, uh, it, it, like, meant something to me because it was a, um, stuffed toy, right, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't just an ordinary stuffed toy, it was Emma, and it had, like, like those uh voice packs in it and you would like um press his chest arm something and then like you would say something right Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. you know it's saying happy birthday to you and then it said my name and then my date of birth which was cool because as a kid you know i was like oh my god elmo right like he said my name (laughs) he said my date of birth oh my god elmo (laughs) i would be creeped out by that i'm not gonna lie I'm like, how does this? I'm gonna give it like inanimate objects saying my name. It's like mm, red flag. <laughs> yep. But back then, I can imagine it was like, really cool. It was out uh, like back then. You probably were like, Elmo said my name. Yeah, like as a kid, I was like, yeah, right. Said my name. I made the baby birthday. But I asked my mom if we still have it, and she said, you know, it's probably tucked away somewhere. I haven't seen it in. Years, but I would like to see it again, you know, and uh, just, you know, see if it's still in the same shape as it was before. So, yeah, that was a uh, a favorite uh, toy of mine because, you know, it had a sentimental value. I'm trying to think of the word, you know, because it was saying my name and stuff and I got it on my birthday. So that was pretty cool. I'm just imagining you finding it now and clearing the voice box and like put it in whatever you want it to say. And it, like, you just say, Elmo! That doesn't, that doesn't sound very safe. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, Elmo! (laughs) I just can't get over that. (laughs) Uh, Alright, so, next topic. I feel like, um, I put this topic in because I feel like dinosaurs were, like, a big part of our childhood. At least to Mm -hmm. me it was, and... Every there's a stereotype that all like young boys really like dinosaurs, and who doesn't? They're dinosaurs, dude. I I like had a big dinosaur phase, and Ooh. what I just um, well, like I kind of do now, but like it was really popping, you know, like years ago. Like I used to have a big dinosaur phase. Yeah, I, I used like to have a T-Rex figure, point. and it this was the T-Rex that uh like that was like old like that dragged that people believed that it dragged its it it stood straight up and it dragged its tail. I had yeah. that. Oh wow! That that I was like know the, that was even a theory. That was like the older depiction of the Tyrannosaurus before you know. Um, the modern one. Yeah, until the modern one. Anyway, so what is your favorite dinosaur? Mine would be the Giganotosaurus. Ah. The large... Hmm. Alright, we should probably... um, Yeah, I was about to say, we should probably explain to those who aren't big dinosaur geeks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, the Giganotosaurus, Giganotosaurus, Gigantosaurus, it has many names. It's basically a large meat-eating theropod similar to the T-Rex that lived in South America. 
and it was the second largest hmm. theropod because right behind the spinosaurus and it was even known yeah. it was even theorized that it would um eat younger uh sauropods which are the long-necked uh plant eaters hmm. yeah all right i'll guess i'll go next because i have two one is the movie depiction of this dinosaur and then one is the actual depiction like the real my favorite dinosaur depicted in a movie would have to be the jurassic park slash world velociraptors Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like how that now because they open doors. <laughs> they're so smart. Anyway, they open the doors. <laughs> um, if you're wondering, the Velociraptors in Jurassic Park slash World are not. That's not. They're not like that to the real life counterpart. The real life counterpart was actually three feet tall and was covered in feathers, while the Jurassic Park slash World ones are about five to six feet tall and don't have feathers and mm-hmm. they had they have like intelligence similar to a human like you could see them like thinking mm. like in their eyes and they even set traps you guys remember that one scene from jurassic park where the clever girl that scene you yeah. know the clever girl and then yeah, I so. and then that velociraptor mm. starts eating him Yes, the ambush scene, oh clever girl. Then you hear screaming, ah <laughs> Yeah. Whoa. Anyway, uh, so, but also my favorite real-life dinosaur, that's actually how it's depicted in real life. I know it's a cop-out answer, but T-Rex. What more do I have to say? It's a oh, T-Rex. Oh, yeah, of course, man. Let's go. <laughs> I, mean, it's the, I mean, its name literally means Tyrant Lizard King. The dictator lizard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably when it like marched out from the forest, oh every other dinosaur was like, ee! "Run away! Gotta go fast! Run! No! 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 Yes. Stay away from you! Yeah. Adios. There was like I'm a bigger out. one. <laughs> All right. I I know that as kids that um. We always thought like the T Rex was like the largest carnivore, but um, I, with the introduction of Jurassic Park three with the Spinosaurus, apparently that one's bigger. Yeah, it is. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then it pit, it really got a lot of uh, T Rex fanboys mad when the Spinosaurus snapped its neck. Yeah. That was probably the most controversial death in that movie, in like the Jura- yeah. in the entire Jurassic Park series. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> Darren, what's your favorite dinosaur? Uh, so I actually had to search this one up. Uh, it's the Carnotaurus, Carnotaurus, however you say that last yep, name. Yep, the Carnotaurus, the meat-eating yep, bull. Now, now, it's not just because that thing looks sick, right? Like, it's a T-Rex, but, you know, with, like, a different design to it, right? Because, like, it has more colors on it, right? And uh, they're usually um, depicted uh, depicted to have, like, a red um, shell on it, right? Mm-hmm. But it has horns, too. Yeah. And so not only horns. does it look sick... 
um, what really got me into liking it is because, you know, it's a, you know, a carnivore, you know, it's like very fierce, it's a big dinosaur, um, and what really sparked my interest in them was in, uh, the movie from 2000, 2001, um, something like that, Dinosaur. Oh yeah, uh, I remember that they, one. It was the scene where, like, I remember seeing the beginning part, like, where there was a baby dinosaur running from the Cornetaurus, and it almost stepped on an egg. Yeah, there were two of them, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that movie. Isn't that the one with, like, the talking, strange, uh, they're not triceratops, but they're weird uh, herbivores. Yeah, they were iguanodons, and they were, like, some other sort of ceratopsy, and they were not trikes, but they were, like, some other ones. Yeah, I forgot the name to that movie, but it's funny how it's simple, dinosaur... (laughs) But it, I really, yeah, yeah the Carnotaurus yeah. were actually <laughs> scary in that movie. They are, and yeah, and then they and were then, reintroduced in um, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, which was a nice surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder if know, they'll have more of that in the really movie. nice dinosaurs. I think they will. Carnotaurus has yeah. become a fan favorite ever since like it made its appearance. Yeah, because there are more it's a very nice dinosaur. <laughs> It had horns until it got it head. Until it's got its neck bitten out by T yeah. Rex in that in Jurassic oh, World. Oh yes, that but was there, mm, fun. <laughs> well, there was another one I saw but when it got like loosed into the main world. Yeah. I knew that. All right, so next topic. Yeah, like just imagine a T Rex with horns, right? Like, uh, to, like uh, that would be scary. Yes, I can't mm. wait to see it pick Darren. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not on. <laughs> even though yeah, the Carnotaurus had like very tiny one. arms, even smaller than the Rexes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to get into a fight with that thing. I'll be out in one mm-hmm. round. Yeah. <laughs> round one. Dead. <laughs> round. Mm. Round one. Ended. It, it was just like one second done. <laughs> anyway. Um, next topic. Yeah. Next topic. What was your favorite childhood movie? Ooh, yes. This one is a holiday movie, but it was like my most favorite childhood movie because it was memorable. That would be the uh, Polar Express. Ah, yes. The Polar Mm. Express. Not only did I like it because it was like I watched it all the time, it also had a moral meaning behind it. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked yeah, it. I'm not surprised that Gabe likes that. <laughs> it's just like Gabe Why not, just like seem, <laughs> just like seems like that person that would like it. So I'm not surprised that you do like it. It is a really good movie. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. All right. So I should go next. I have like two. One is like one's just one individual movie. The other one's a series. Well, trilogy, I should say. My mm-hmm. favorite, like, individual uh, childhood movie, Lion King, the original. Uh, I mean, what more do I have to uh, say? Good choice. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, I remember, like, I would always sing Akuta Matata when it came out. Like, when it came up. <laughs> Akuna Matata. What a wonderful Don't you turn phrase. your back on me, Scar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh no, Mufasa! Perhaps it's you that you that shouldn't turn your back on me. <laughs> and then it's like a brotherly like thing. It means no worries. 
for the rest of your days. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that is the most monotone I ever heard. <laughs> it's like Akuna Matata, Darren version. Akuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Akuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. <laughs> okay, so, no. Uncomfortable. <laughs> All right. It's like having someone whisper into your ear. <laughs> <laughs> you feel it tingling on your spine. <laughs> no, no. This is not. We're not turning this into an ASMR video. <laughs> oh boy. Don't get me started. Uh, it's always unwell. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, the other movie, which is a trilogy, Kung Fu Panda. Mm. Those movies, they were really good. I love those movies. Because it had really yeah. good meanings behind it, and the animation yeah. was just spectacular. They even hold yeah. up to today's standards. Yeah, like first not... time. Yeah. They even hold up to today's yeah. standards. Uh, yeah, when, when were those released? Um, I think they were back in like 2009, like 2010. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's when they were starting all that CGI stuff, weren't they? Yeah, that was like the beginning of CGI animation. Hmm. Because all, all it was used to be was, like, these matte paintings as the backgrounds and, like, these hand-drawn, like, like characters. That's what it used to be, yeah, and now like, it's, like... Toy Story and stuff, too. Yeah, Toy Story revolution, revolutionized it, too, as well. Yeah, I think yeah. it, like, kicked off with, like, and Toy Monsters Story. Inc. Yeah, Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., and Kung Fu Panda... And all those movies. Monsters Inc.'s good too. Yeah, I really like that movie. Monsters Inc. Ah, <laughs> uh, the memes for the the theme song. Like you just like hear the theme song coming up, and then you just hear like a bass boosted version of it. No. Right. Yeah, uh, that's funny. <laughs> version of it. All right, so uh, Darren, what's your favorite childhood movie? Favorite childhood movie. Now I have. A lot of good choices, you know. I got Toy Story, you know, the first and the second one, you know, Monsters, Inc., you know, just all of the classics, right? But there was one of those childhood films that, like, stood out to me, and it was Tarzan. Ah, uh, yes. don't know why. It's just, like, something about that film. You know, my parents said that, like, they would just, like, put that movie on repeat I would just sit at the TV and just gaze and indulge in the in the Tarzan universe, right? And like, <laughs> I don't know. And it's like I watch it now, and I just like question myself. I'm like, like, what about it is so like interesting as a kid? But yeah, just just you know something. It about was Tarzan. the leopard eating just the baby really gorilla and Tarzan's parents. That was it. Ah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and big boss monkey yeah. dude or ape dude yeah big boss monkey dude. <laughs> yeah tarzan the uh-oh stinky dude <laughs> 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 yeah but yeah i remember that movie i barely watched it when i was a kid <laughs> i remember watching it as a kid but i didn't have like i wasn't like darren with that like i wasn't like mm. yeah that is a good movie, though. I did watch that a few times. Yeah. All right. So, should wait, we move on? Wait, wasn't there a second one, a second movie that came out? A second Tarzan? 
Yeah. For the well, I know there was the Legend of Tarzan, which was not a Disney movie. It was a Warner Brothers movie. It was a spin mm. on the classic mm-hmm. Tarzan story. Um, but I'm not sure. Maybe there was an anime uh, sequel for the Disney version. Because I remember no, there was no, a... No, I remember. It was something I... with this diamond Ooh, thing, yeah. diamond heist, and a volcano. Huh. Well, then again, anim- animation sequels for those classic movies are tend to be forgettable. Yeah. At least there was the... a Tarzan, too. I know. I know there was, because I watched it. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we move on? Yes. Yeah. All right, so um, yes, yes. this next topic, this is a <laughs> video game that I'm pretty much sure that we all grew up with, Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ooh, what was your most difficult build in Minecraft? Um, I did this in survival mode for over four weeks. That was the uh, a four-story mansion. That uh, took a while. Yeah. Mostly the hard part was trying to figure out what to put inside it. Because uh, there's so much room. It's like, alright, I got the right. exterior done. What should I do with the interior now? Yeah. Right. Yeah, Interior's I Interior's get... a whole different story from the outside. Oh, for me, I can do both for some reason. I always could do both. I don't know why. Yeah. But I guess it's just me. That's me. Mm, that's Harrison, alright. <laughs> All right, so my <laughs> difficult build. Well, one, this is one that I did in creative mode because back then I used to only be in creative mode. Yeah. And it, I built a zoo, but this is not your normal everyday zoo. There was like an animal area in one area. There was the the monster area in another, and then there was the nether area. Hmm. And man, did, that was time consuming to do. And now that I play more in survival, I would say the most difficult builds would probably be, like, my survival houses, which are not, like, the small little hut houses. They're, like, these really big two-story houses. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Because if I'm going to be in a survival for a long time, I want a house that has room and has all the essentials. Yeah. I can confirm. (laughs) All right, uh, Darren. Nice. What about you? Um, let me see here. Okay. Um, I've had these worlds for quite a number of years, or this world. Well, I guess all of them. Um, the one world is you know just a screw around world. You know, nothing too much to it. And then there was one with a uh, theme park. That huh. known as one with a bunch of, like, sport stadiums. And now the theme park one, right, that might seem like a bit more time, right? But it yeah. really isn't. It's it's huh. the one with the sports. I got a hockey arena. I got a basketball arena, football. And, uh, you know, I'm working on a uh, private jet right now. So, like, that world is just, like, you know, um, landmarks. Uh, yeah. I remember so I was say. in that, those worlds. I was in that world before, and that looked really good, the stadiums and all that. Mm. Yeah, thanks. And then I also had the um, 
uh, suspension bridge too. Oh yeah, and it led to so, like the basketball one, I think, or. Yes. Yep. All right. So. Uh, so it's just like, it's just like full of landmarks and stuff. It's just in my world. Yeah, I really liked seeing like the, the, the stadium. Like I re- like it looked very like to scale. Like I remember mm-hmm. like being on the ice and just like skating around. Too bad mm-hmm. Minecraft so, like, doesn't have that... a hockey hockey puck and a hockey stick. <laughs> That'd be neat. Yeah, yeah, like. Yeah, um, like, that's the thing about that world, and it's not so hard, as in, like, like, um, I had to, like, restart over and over again, and all this stuff, it was just, like, the scale, and just getting, like, the, um, like, the right dimensions and stuff, then after that, like, it was just easy, right, and so, like, it's just hard, or, like, the most difficult, um, build, as in, like, it just took a lot of, like, um... Took a lot of time and, like, like... For mind power. All right. A yeah. thought process, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, and it just took a long thought process, and, uh... And it did take a little bit of time, so that's why it's pretty difficult for me. All right. Yeah, I... I really do like Minecraft because, like, all these builds that you can do, and it's amazing, like, if you look on, like, the... Like, some of, like, the... If you go on the Minecraft community page, you can see all these amazing builds, like, players have done. And it's really cool <clears> scene. <throat> Alright, so... Yeah, like, a lot of them. Yeah. So, the last topic. Man, time flies, I gotta say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Time flies right when you're having one. fun. Indeed. What's the next topic? Boys. All right. So next topic, <laughs> what is a show that you would like to see be rebooted? Or Ooh, I'm actually yes. gonna extend this a little. A mo- a show what? and a movie, like series that like got like ended like sometime in the past. So a show or movie? Uh, I know definitely a uh, Netflix show that I took a lot of interest to would be a uh, Designated Survivor. Uh. Yeah, the you first two it. seasons. Yeah, I think I told that in like the first, some episode ago. I, I think it was the first episode, actually. Yeah, first episode. Um, yeah, it's about like a capital bombing, and then then the uh, the lowest secretary in the cabinet becomes president immediately. All that stuff. Uh, but the first two seasons were um, they were pretty good. But then Netflix went and wanted to do the third one, and then they just made it terrible. They made the ratings plummet because of that third one. And uh, then they canceled it because they realized how bad they messed up. So, uh, and uh, so we were all hoping for a season four, but then we just got word earlier that they shot that idea down. Oof. Uh, yeah, I, I remember a same, a similar thing happened to the show Lost because it its season finale, like it w- bombed. It was horrible, from what I've heard, and. People were like, eh. and then they wanted to <laughs> see it like be redone, but then they were like, nope. I don't know why they just don't. They just like, can't accept their mistakes. Agree. No, they can't. They're right. like children. <laughs> yeah, because I if you put a show or a mo- a show and a movie in like the right people's hands, then they can make it great. 
Yeah, but then you have Netflix come along and buy out of the company that was actually doing good stuff with it and mess it up. I'm like... Uh, good job, Netflix. <laughs> Sarcasm. Good job. <laughs> Alright, so I'll go next. A show that I would like to see be rebooted. Well, I know I mentioned this show earlier in like one of the episodes. It was my favorite cartoon show. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Ooh, yes. Mm. Yep. Uh, it and it lasted for four seasons, and it ended in s- 2001. Did start in, like, 1999 or something? Or... Yeah, it was, like, a 90s cartoon when it first came out, and then it, like, extended... That was a good, good show. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. that show. Especially the intro with, uh, Stupid dog, you make me look bad! And then he pulls out the mask <laughs> and goes... <"Bloop." laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, that... And I did know that they re they did a recent episode for the show, like they re quote unquote rebooted it with really? like a with a mini episode, but it was yeah. a good episode for a cartoon, especially for modern day cartoons. Because man, the modern day cartoons that Cartoon Network is pumping out, ugh. Yeah, I'm th- hmm. Team Titans Go uh, comes to my mind. Ugh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they um, they didn't really do so good with that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they did not. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that kind of bombed. Yeah, but yeah, that was a good one, yeah, and sure. I remember they had to get a new voice actor for the old guy Eustace because I think the original one died. Rest in peace. Oh, he was my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the stupid dog. Oh, that sucks. Yes, stupid dog. You make me look bad. All <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah, classic. Classic. It was. Alright, so Darren, what's a show or movie series that you would like to see be rebooted? Hmm. So, I went back and forth, you know, with like, not much of different answers, but I sat down and I thought about it. Uh, you know, the older Spider-Man films, right, with Tobey Maguire, right? Uh, the first one, yes. It's a good movie. The second one, a great movie. And then, you know, there was the third one, which, you know, was all right. So I want, or so what I want to happen is I want that whole um, series there. I I want them, like, remade now with, like, today's technology and, like, today's CGI. And, like, you see, like, the... Like the um, uh, you would just like to see how technology can like like just a change. Yeah, you like to see yeah, what, how like, can technology can like do that. Change the film. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know, um, because like the third film, like that was kind of like rushed, and you know, like, um, like there were just like a bunch of like characters just like thrown in there, and like it didn't really take a lot of time, as in like to make it. So I would like to um like uh have that series rebooted now and then like to have the uh developers just sit down and just think about the whole movie right and then like uh, hopefully to make the third one better than what it was before. I'm trying to but think the second one is yeah. obviously the best one mm-hmm. wasn't the third one where they mm. introduced Venom, or was that the second one? Yeah, uh, the third one they introduced Venom, Sandman, um, the 
Mr. Sandman. Green Goblin. <laughs> like, Bring me like, a dream. They have like, a bunch bum, of bum, different bum. Char- characters in this. So. And it was kind of like rushed. And um, Sam Raimi, like he was kind of like forced like to put all of those characters in there. So I would definitely yeah. like to see the third one rebooted. And it'd be cool to see like the whole series rebooted now with today's technology <laughs> and CGI. I really like what they did with the new Venom. I'm not going to lie. I actually did like the new Venom movie that came out like, was it like 2018? I think it was. Mm, I don't know. Probably. Oh, I don't hey, know. I have a computer. Let's go. Search, search. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but I really like what <laughs> Venom. they did. Venom. It's 2018. All right. Venom. I really like what Let's they did with go. that film with, like, especially Venom's transformation, like, with, uh, uh yeah. That was yeah. a really good like technology. Like if they could do that with like that Venom, then imagine what they could do with the Venom mm-hmm. from Spider Man three. Ooh. Yeah. Spooky. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna spooky. add this topic right now because since we're talking about it. Oh. Which oh. is your favorite version of Spider Man? Oh. Well that's not fair, because I don't watch those movies. <laughs> Well, you have like the. Guess what, Gabe? <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Don't be mean to me. It is what it is. <laughs> no, no sorry, it's Gabe. not. But okay, I'll answer. <laughs> Thank you, Darren. Uh, I'll say the one where he's like, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so well. Then he disappears into like particles. That <laughs> the was Tom funny. Holland one, yeah. Uh, That's the most yeah, recent. That, that has really gotten a lot of fans, like, ever since he was introduced really? in. Uh, Captain America: Civil War, great movie, by the way. E. Yeah, can't believe that dude's still alive. Yeah, <laughs> but Spider. Yeah, I, I think that is a very good version alive. of Spider-Man. But although I really do like the Tobey Maguire version, like it is like tied between. Mm. Like it's between Tom Holland yeah. and Tobey Maguire. They were both excellent Spider-Men. Mm-hmm. They played the character uh, for very me. well. For me, now, I used to have a, um, a Spider-Man phase, right? And that's pretty recent, and I still do kind of have one, so... <clears throat> I'm gonna use my Spider-Man logic to this explanation, or to this argument. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> um, I do like all of them in their own ways. Um, the Andrew Garfield one, that's at the bottom of the list, um, and most people can agree with it. I don't know, mm-hmm. like... It didn't really seem like it fit, like, the whole Spider-Man universe. Like, it felt more of, like, a... Not, like, a remake of, like, a Spider-Man film, but, like, it seemed like it was made, like, from a uh, company not from Sony. And I feel like it was made from, like, a different company, but... Mm -hmm. um, But, yeah, the... Toby Maguire ones, those ones are just amazing. I mean, there's not much that you can say. And then um, the newer ones, um, he's alright, but he's, you know, sheltered and spoiled. And, you know, like, uh, other people make his suits for him. While while in the Toby and the Garfield series, um, like, they made their own suits and everything. From scratch? Um, yeah, I think so. Or yeah. Like they had... And so, I just wish that, like, the recent 
Is Spider-Man, like, have the same, like, mentality and, like, physical and, like, internal strength as the um, Tobey Maguire series had? Because you can see, like, a good example um, between, you know, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and uh, Far From Home. And then you watch the original Spider-Man 1 and 2 and, like, the difference is like there because like the newer Spider-Man, he's a just kid, more... I think. Well, I think it kind of yeah, like, like passes because he's a teenager. He's a kid. He's prone to make mistakes. Yeah, we're all prone to make yeah. mistakes. <laughs> yeah, like it's just more, more of like a, you know brightening experience, as in like the um, uh, the Toby series. Like that just focuses on like you know deeper than life like a feel to it so that's why i like the uh toby mcguire ones better so i'll pick that one for sure okay do you guys have anything to say before we wrap up this podcast um have fun stay safe don't don't get into too much trouble <laughs> take no one's gonna listen. Take to that. care of yourself and your loved ones. <laughs> I'm not done yet. I'm Batman. Not really. But... <laughs> oh. Uh, darn. I was gonna say something. Oh yes, that's right. Because I love the narration voices for like historian things. I'm gonna go. The Giganotosaurus was a large theropod <laughs> carnivorous creature that liked to prey on smaller things. <laughs> All I, I always say- wanted to do that. Yeah. All I can say is, for just three guys in this particular episode, because everyone else had to do their own thing, we really carried yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah, true. Nice. So, yeah, I'm, Tars that's an is accomplishment a in my book. a large theropod dinosaur that <laughs> lived in South America during the late Cretaceous period <laughs> between about 72 and 69.9 million years ago. The only species 69.9 million years Sash- ago. I sound <laughs> much better than you, Darren. Please no. stop trying. <laughs> no. Gabe and Darren trying to audition for the BBC uh, documentaries. Understood <laughs> in the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're from the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> All right. So, Whoa. see you oh, guys later. Oh, no, Thank I'm you for sorry. listening. And yes. be safe. Till Ye- then, yes. take care, fellas. King Midas signing off. Yep, see you later. Oh, and me too. Bye-bye. Das Vidania. Bye.